remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. That is the fourth commandment. God set apart the seventh day of the week as a day devoted to rest and a sign of the covenant made on Mount Sinai. Today on Rooted Daily, we're talking about what it meant to remember the Sabbath and if Christians should remember it today. Welcome to Rooted Daily, the podcast where we're rooting ourselves in the Bible so we can grow with God a little more every day. I'm Brandon Levy, and the Sabbath was a hugely important concept in the Old Testament and in the New, as Jesus often was pushing against the religious elite's understanding of it. And it is carved into the Decalogue as the fourth commandment. Read that with me. Remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. Six days you shall labor and do all your work, but the seventh day is the Sabbath of the Lord your God. In it you shall do no work, you, nor your son, nor your daughter, nor your male servant, nor your female servant, nor your cattle, nor your stranger who is within your gates. For in six days the Lord made the heavens and the earth, the sea and all that's in them, and rested the seventh day. Therefore the Lord blessed the Sabbath day and hallowed it. Now, this is the longest of the Ten Commandments, and it's important to God. Again, the, the Sabbath was a hugely important concept in the Old Testament. This is the last command about the people's relationship to him, and it covers the time they were to set aside and worship him. Six days they were to work, and the seventh was to be a Sabbath set aside to God. It began at sunset on Friday, ended at sunset on Saturday, and they and their slaves were not to work. Even the land was to rest every seventh year. And the precedent for this was God himself, who created this world in six days, rested on the seventh as an example to us. The seventh day was to be a holy time when the people of Israel devoted themselves to worshiping God. Now, many ancient covenants had a sign, right? It was something visible that would remind the people of the covenant made with God. Remember in Genesis 9 that God gave the rainbow as a sign of the covenant made with Noah. God gave circumcision as a sign of the covenant made with Abraham in Genesis 17 verse 11. And for the law of Moses, the Sabbath was a sign of God's commitment to his people. Ezekiel chapter 20 verses 12 through 13 says, moreover, I gave them my Sabbaths as a sign between me and them, that they might know that I am the Lord who sanctifies them. But the house of Israel rebelled against me in the wilderness. They did not walk in my statutes, but rejected my rules, by which if a person does them, he shall live. And my Sabbaths, which they greatly profaned, then I said I would pour out my wrath upon them in the wilderness to make a full end of them. You know, keeping the Sabbath was an equivalent of keeping God's covenant. It was a sign. Ezekiel says the Sabbaths are the sign between God and his people under the Mosaic covenant that's now fulfilled in Jesus. So all that said, do I need to apply the fourth commandment today? If it was a sign of an old covenant that has been fulfilled, should I observe the Sabbath? And if there is a Sabbath requirement for Christians, are we keeping it? I mean, we do all sorts of things that would be considered work over the weekends, should we? Well, this commandment is the only one not repeated directly in the New Testament. Jesus talks a lot about the Sabbath. He shows that the people's understanding of the Sabbath was flawed. They took something that reflected the character of God and his creation 
and they made it an outward ritual that led to their pride. And Jesus condemns them for that attitude. He shows them that the Sabbath was never meant to be taken like this. It was a day to do good, to serve, to worship the Lord. It was a holy day to God, not a self-exaltation day to praise one's own spiritual greatness. But that did not mean that the Sabbath was flawed. He didn't repeat the command for the New Testament, but he also didn't say that the Sabbath was wrong. It was a central tenet of God's promise in the Exodus that perfect rest would come. Hebrews chapter 4 verses 3 through 4 says, For we who have believed do enter that rest. As he said, so I swore my wrath that they shall not enter my rest, although the works were finished from the foundation of the world. For he has spoken in a certain place of the seventh day in this way, and God rested on the seventh day from all his works. Now, the context of Hebrews chapters 3 and 4 is about how the Israelites hardened their hearts. They perished in the wilderness because of their unbelief, and they didn't receive the rest of God. But verse 1 says, a promise remains of entering his rest. The point is that rest, the rest that was the promise of the Exodus, was not given when Joshua brought the people into the land of Canaan. Hebrews 4.8 says that. But God had not given up on his people. Verse 9 says, There remains, therefore, a Sabbath rest for the people of God, for he who has entered his rest for himself also ceased from his works as God did from his. The Sabbath remains. Now, in the kingdom of God, Jesus was not going to just move the Sabbath from Saturday to Sunday. The Sabbath was a sign of a Mosaic covenant, which was set aside when Jesus came and established the new covenant. But a Sabbath rest remains. Deuteronomy 5, 2 through 5 makes it clear. The Mosaic covenant was only given to Israel, wasn't given to the whole world. Even more, the Sabbath command was so that they would remember specifically how they were slaves in Egypt. Deuteronomy 5, 15 says that. So this command cannot be for all people. It's a sign of a law done away with. The New Testament makes it clear the Sabbath wasn't to continue under the new covenant of Christ in the same way. Colossians 2.16 says, Therefore, let no one pass judgment on you in questions of food and drink the dietary laws, or with regard to a festival or a new moon or a Sabbath. These are a shadow of the things to come, but the substance belongs to Christ. So Sunday is not the Christian Sabbath. Now, are there parallels? Maybe. We, we come together and we're commanded to come together on the Lord's day to take that time aside to remember our deliverance from slavery, not from Egypt, but from sin because of Jesus and assemble together to worship. That's a parallel for sure. But we're not told to just not work on Sunday, period. We shouldn't allow work to be a higher priority than worship. And if we are consistently scheduled so we can't assemble often, that's a problem we need to fix. But work is definitely not prohibited in the same way it was under the law. And Sunday's never described as a new Sabbath. It's not, the Sunday's never connected to the Sabbath teachings in the scriptures. If we're looking for a sign of the new covenant, uh, of what God has done in Christ, we see in the scriptures that the Lord's Supper is that sign, the memorial given to us to remember what God has done. First Corinthians 11 talks about that. Sunday as the day is never described as a sign of the new covenant. But all that said, the promise of the Sabbath isn't gone. In fact, it's stronger than ever. It is fulfilled. 
These commands were looking forward to Christ. They were a shadow of Christ to be fulfilled in him. So now we have rest from our works, not one day a week, but for eternity. I am no longer reliant on what I can do, my work. I am fully trusting in God's provision. That's when the Sabbath was designed to do, teach the people to trust God. So what do we learn from the fourth commandment? The only command that isn't explicitly repeated in the New Testament. Well, first, the principle still holds. We see a work-rest division. It's not good to work all the time. Rest is important. And also, resting all the time isn't good. We shouldn't be ritualistic like the Pharisees and say we must work exactly six days and rest exactly one. But we should see that most of our time should be working. We shouldn't be lazy. Only a small part should be spent resting, but that small part is important. Secondly, I think we see that it is very important to set aside a time, a specific time for worship. God knows us. He knows our weaknesses. He knows if we don't set aside a time to worship, it might get pushed away. And so he made a law for his people to show them this is what time you should set aside. Now we're under grace. We're not under the law but it is still a good idea to set aside a time to worship. And finally, our hope is in the day when we rest and our work is complete. The Sabbath isn't a rigid command anymore to be upheld. It is a hope. It is a promise to enjoy and look forward to its completion. And its completion's coming soon. And that'll do it for this episode of Rooted Daily. Next time, we are opening up to the fifth commandment. Honor your father and your mother. So I can't wait to sit down and open up God's word with you next time. Thank you for watching this episode of Rooted Daily. We're praying that you're growing with us as we study the Bible and use God's word as our only foundation. If you appreciate this content, you want to make sure others see it, subscribe to the podcast on your favorite app, hit the share button. Most importantly, if you're ready to take the next step, repent, be baptized, and hand over your life to Jesus, let's talk today. Just send me a text to 317-207-2734.